Hi, I'm Dr. Steve Tanney, and welcome back to the Hearing Tracker Podcast. If I asked you to close your eyes and picture a bright white glossy earbud, I bet there's one iconic company that'll come to mind. Of course, I'm referring to Apple and their extremely popular AirPods. Tech like this is common, but earbuds haven't always been fashionable. In fact, it all started with headphones in the 1800s. Back then, they were massive, sometimes weighing over 10 pounds, and they were mainly used by telephone and switchboard operators. Can you hear me? The first recorded use of earbud-like headphones was in the 1890s, thanks to a French engineer, Ernest Mercedier. Fast forward over 100 years and nearly everyone has a wireless set of earbuds for music and calls. On that note, our first episode of 2022 is all about some of the new ear tech companies and the ways that they are reinventing the form factor. From headphones to earbuds to the next generation of hearing technology. And this really started out as a personal project. That is Nick Morgan Jones, the creator of a hearing enhancement product called Decibels. And I made a video in my bedroom saying, hey, I'm going to design my own pair of hearing enhancers that I actually want to wear. Hi, I'm Nick. And this is actually going to be a video series on how to not build hearing aids, because that's precisely what I want to do. And then I kind of let the whole world hold me accountable to that because I've just told everyone. Now my whole card, now I have to go ahead and actually do it. I think maybe the starting point is that we set out here really not to try and reinvent the wheel. I think there's a lot of really great hearing technology out there. And the big problem that is surrounding this is not the technology, in my opinion. The problem is that no one wants it. No one wants to wear it. While that may sound harsh, Nick's not lying. Based on Mark Track findings, adoption rates for hearing aids in the U.S. are roughly 30% on the high end. Even in countries where devices are free, adoption rates are still less than 50%. This is a large part of what's behind Nick's work in decibels. We're really trying to reposition the wheel rather than reinvent it, and that means kind of redesigning the form factor into something that people want to wear. We have the hearing aid industry and the earbud industry kind of very close to one another. There are some key differences within them, of course, but we really want to try and marry these two to really take the benefits of the maybe more consumer-facing side of ear-worn technology and then approaching the more, let's say, medicalized side and integrating the best of both worlds into a product that people kind of really want to wear, not just from a functional perspective, but on an emotional perspective as well. Nick's stance and passion for this project derive from personal experience as he's had hearing loss since he was a child. I found out around age 10 that I had hearing loss, and this was because I think I was in class at school and one of the teachers said, whose alarm keeps going off? And I'm looking around going, yeah, whose alarm keeps going off? I can't even hear it. It's my, my alarm on my watch, which is going off and annoying everyone else. And when I found out I was going to get hearing aids, the feeling I had was, oh, wow, I'm going to have like superhuman hearing. And I think the 10 year old that I was, I was going to be like some spy kid who could hear through walls and stuff like that. And um, 
yeah, that dissipated very quickly <laughs> as soon as I got them. Everything that surrounded it, this very medicalized experience, uh, having to go into a local hospital where the audiology department was to get my first hearing aids, it made the whole thing a lot more serious than I maybe felt like I, I wanted it to be. Nick's use of hearing aids didn't last long. In fact, he told me he ended up wearing them for a grand total of five days, and he didn't revisit assistive technology until he was entering college. Even still, he didn't like wearing them due to the style and stigmas. As a hearing aid wearer myself, I feel like the hearing aid industry is one of the kind of very few industries that seems to stigmatize its own products by saying that they should be invisible, at least designing them to be invisible and then saying, hey, buy this product that you don't want anyone to see. I feel like it's a little bit counterproductive in terms of you want trying to excite people in order to adopt a new piece of technology, something they don't want. Telling them that they should be trying to hide it is, might not be the best way to go about it, at least in my opinion. Not without a sense of irony, the universe gave Nick a chance to address this very issue and do something about it. I was studying product design engineering, and in my third and final year, I had the chance to redesign a piece of medical equipment. And I thought, okay, this is, this is something that I want to have a go at doing. I want to redesign hearing aids because I don't want to wear a stigmatized product. I want to confidently wear something that improves my ability to communicate with other people. Nick worked on what would later be called decibels throughout his time in academia. In 2020, he quit his job to focus on bringing the concept and design to life. Nick wanted to make a device that would feel comfortable without the stigmas of the traditional hearing aid. He wanted his device to be unapologetically visible. I asked Nick to describe decibels and how it differs from other devices. The important thing for us was to not have something in the ear and not have something behind the ear. So we had to try and find anywhere else. And this is sitting in front of the ear. So let's say more on the temple of the head. And so we have the receiver, the speaker that also goes in the ear canal, as you would see on a lot of receiver in the canal hearing aids. And we also have a small security part so, so that hooks over behind the ear in order to keep it structurally in place. So this idea really came from the eyewear industry. And there's a lot of really fashionable eyewear out there that people associate with. And there are certain details with glasses and sunglasses, small design details that people associate specifically with that kind of product. So we're actually utilizing a lot of these kind of details for hearing enhancing products as well. At the beginning of this episode, Nick mentioned that his journey started with him posting a video online, and he has continued to do this. I think one of the coolest things about his project is that you can always stop in and see where he's at, from breakthroughs in development to general problems that anyone with hearing aids can likely associate with. Last week I was on holiday and I thought it'd be a great idea to have a go at stand-up paddleboarding while wearing my normal hearing aids. Now, anyone who knows me knows that I've got the balance of Bambi, so pretty much as soon as I stood up, I fell off into the water and one of my hearing aids stopped working. One of his other recent updates follows a little covert test where he wore a new form factor in a social setting to see people's responses. So what I did is I printed out some plastic prototypes of 
these hearing enhancers that we're designing, they had no electronics in them. They were just plastic forms. And I just wanted to see how do people react when I wore them? Because this is really the problem we're trying to solve. Can I wear something in public that I feel comfortable wearing and that does not pull me into a category of, oh, you have a disability. This is not something that I wanted to be associated with me in a certain social context. So I wore these for a whole weekend and I was invited to a small party on a boat with around 15 people who I'd never met before. And I kind of thought, oh, this is perfect. It's, it's kind of, as terrifying as it is, it's perfect. Some people came up and mentioned like, oh, hey, well, what are they? And a couple of people said, oh, I, I thought that they might have been like earbuds of some sort. One person or another said that they might be hearing aids. But everyone said, oh, they're kind of unique. I didn't really know what they were. And I think this is a really important thing to touch on because if people thought that they were earbuds, then the instant thought is that I'm listening to music and I'm not listening to them. This is like the, the challenge that we have when you're wearing AirPods talking to people. It's perceived as rude. And I found this out by doing another bit of user testing with a slightly different design where everyone thought I was listening to music. That didn't really work out. And we kind of realized that by changing the color of the plastic, by changing the form factor slightly, we were able to get people's reaction into that space of, I'm not entirely sure what this is, which gives us the opportunity to help them define it as something completely new. The people didn't think that they were earbuds and people didn't think that they were hearing aids. And this allowed us to create a new product category to define this somewhere in between. We're still relatively close to the beginning of this journey. I think it's, it's important to say we've kind of validated a lot of our early kind of ideas that we had. Is this actually possible? Does it actually fit? And we've got some really nice check marks next to those things. But going forward, we need to now turn this into a real product. That's no small task, but it's definitely not impossible either. We're currently in discussions with a few different manufacturing partners to get the technology that we need inside these to get them to market as soon as possible. So can't tell you exactly what's going to happen and when, that's all kind of part of the excitement, but we are where we're on track to bring something out. While Nick and his team are still developing decibels, you can join the waitlist to be one of the first people to hear them when they're ready. When we come back from the break, we'll hear about another innovative product that re-envisioned conventional headphones. You are listening to the Hearing Tracker Podcast. Thank you for listening and welcome back to the first episode of our 2022 season. If you're enjoying this episode, please consider leaving us a review. You can also dive deeper and find other content such as the full unedited interview with Nick at patreon.com forward slash hearing tracker podcast. We were wondering why is it that all high quality headphones always have to block our ears? I'm Pedro, the founder of Oracle. If you recall, today's episode is all about form factors that challenge conventional devices. While well, the Oracle, which was just mentioned in that promo clip, are high-quality headphones that aim to leave your ear canals unobstructed, 
That way, you can enjoy audio without being closed off from the world. Pedro Costa, Oracle's CEO, shared his vision with me and where this idea came from. The premise is that most of the designs you have today, they close you. Even if you think about technology in general, like the phone, it's on your face, you don't see anything, and headphones, they're closing your ears. And it's like all the technological advancements are actually taking all your senses. But I've always been thinking, like, is that what it's for? I mean, shouldn't we rather integrate technology with our daily lives and daily activities? So I worked with actually bone-anchored hearing aids before, and I saw the potential of this technology to to be not just hearing aids or not just military equipment, but actually something for everyone. In case you're not familiar with bone conduction or this type of skin sensation, put your phone on vibrate and have someone call you. Once you hear the incoming call, press the phone against your forehead. You should notice the vibration go from quiet to loud as soon as it comes in contact with you. This is because the mechanical vibrations from the transducer are being transmitted directly through your body to the cells in your inner ear, as opposed to through pressure variations in air. You know, having your ear open while you're using headphones, it's a whole different experience. And once you acknowledge that, once you try it out, you get it, you know, but until that point, you're like, why would I do that? I'm perfectly fine with my amazing noise canceling headphones and that's fine, but it's only for some situations and there's different headphones for different situations, right? There's several use cases that you can have something like that that is beneficial. So I think we're all familiar with noise reduction and how it can help tune out unwanted noise. For example, Let's imagine we're on a noisy airplane and there just happens to be a crying baby a few rows up. But as Pedro just acknowledged, we may not always want this. One reason for this is due to something called the occlusion effect. The occlusion is the concept that people understand, but... They feel it, but they don't really know how to translate it into logic. When you talk about occlusion, they go like, what is that? And, uh, you know, that feeling when you have your ears closed and you eat a cracker or whatever, and then you hear your voice and you're chewing. And... But it, it's not something that people really think about. But they know that they hate it, but they just don't think about it. But when you have an open ear, there's no occlusion anymore. So that is also pretty powerful. Many of the newer devices try to compensate for occlusion by offering a transparency mode, meaning they have external microphones that pick up acoustics from the surrounding environment and still transmit it into your ear canal. While this may seem like the best of both worlds, it still has one major drawback. Like, for example, if you go on your bike and you use transparency mode, you know, the wind noise is still... I mean, microphones love wind, right? It's, it's kind of like audio, but even more aggressive. So. When you have your ear open, that's one thing is that it's as if you have nothing. So uh, some people even say, like, I even forget I'm wearing them. It's not a serious system where you have a microphone and an object and a speaker and your ear, you know, it kind of just goes directly. It's a balance of the two instead. So open ear headphones can help reduce annoying occlusion 
There are also significant safety benefits if you're someone who likes to wear them outside, where there are other people and vehicles. Pedro also described one other benefit unique to bone conduction technology, like the Oracle. You can also add the haptic feeling to that, which is bone conduction is directly on your skin and it's vibrating on your skin. So you actually feel the beat, like literally, and you feel physically, which adds another layer to music, which is also quite interesting. You can also control the output so that you have more or less of that. Some people even perceive it like in my body and like you're immersed with this. And that's one of the good things about a concert, right? Is when you, you feel the music and you're, you let go, right? That's what it's for. Oracle headphones consist of two earpieces connected by a wire. So while they're not cableless, they're still wireless using Bluetooth 5.0 and low latency codexes like aptX. Since the Oracle devices don't sit over your head like traditional headphones, they have a pretty unique way of coupling to your ears. Essentially, you have this part of your ear called uh, tragus, which is uh, located in the entrance of the ear canal. In case you're not a whiz on pinna anatomy, feel for the protruding bit of cartilage right in front of the opening of your ear. You likely push on this area when there's a loud sound and you're trying to plug your ears. And you basically clip the device to that piece of skin. So much like regular headphones where you have different tips with different sizes, here you also have a different tip for the clamp system. So yeah, you just clip it in and then you're good to go. Pedro went on describing the benefits of the Oracle being uniquely located closer to the cheekbone. I mean, I wear glasses myself and I also wear caps all the time and I'm thinking there's so many form factors that interfere with stuff and just objects on objects, you know, and it's just so clunky and no one wants to wear three objects laying on each other. So it doesn't interfere with glasses, doesn't interfere with, with hats, it doesn't interfere with anything, uh, hearing aids as well. But hearing aids depends because, you know, if you have a mold, then never mind because they'll compete in space. But if you have a dome, for example, like a dome is pretty flexible and small and adaptable, it could coexist. I mean, we have this technology and it enables people to have a normal life, but there's, there's just so many ways we still have to improve it. So I think we're in the right direction, you know, especially the last few years. Uh, I think it's just a matter of being bold enough. Now more than ever, you have access to, to all this technology. I mean, things are becoming so commoditized. The world is there today where you can do a lot of things. Both these devices, Decibels and Oracle, are really unique, and I personally can't wait to see what happens next. Unapologetically visible hearing enhancement, the option to really feel and consume audio without hindering the natural hearing pathway. This episode has reassured me that there's a growing landscape of devices across all hearing tech, and this ultimately translates to a better consumer experience, where we get to choose what device best suits our lifestyle and personal preferences. I'd like to thank Nick Morgan Jones of Decibels. If you'd like to join the waitlist and follow updates, head to decibels.co. 
Also, much thanks to Pedro Costa of Oracle. To learn more, you can visit oracle.io. This episode was written, produced, and sound designed by me with help from Dr. Abram Bailey. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. And as always, thank you for listening.